Hey everybody, welcome to Ergo. I'm Kiss. We have a great show coming up for you here on episode 103. We continue our Ergo Run It Back series with the man who started it all, Malcolm London. He was episode one and he comes back to talk with us. We recorded this a little while back in July before he made a big move, which we get all into uh, in the episode. But first, before we get to the conversation, a couple community announcements as always. Uh, today, this Thursday, um, there's an event at the American Indian Center called Water at Risk, a Tribal Leader's Perspective. Looks really great, and they do amazing work at the American Indian Center. I strongly recommend checking that out. On Saturday, Michael DeVille, who eventually will get up here, it's crazy we haven't had him yet, uh, is performing with Samus and a bunch of other cool folks at Bee Kitchen in Roscoe Village. On Monday, Sam Trump is performing at Millennium Park in their big concert series. It's a beautiful place to see a show, kick back after work or whatever on the lawn there. Definitely go through, check that out. Uh, one note about this week's episode, uh, we had a little audio snafu, so the quality is not great, kind of similar to the Emma McKee episode a while back, but I think it's definitely listenable. You know how we do things here, things get a little, uh, little janky every once in a while, but the conversation is always great. Lastly, before we get into the conversation, we're going back on tour this fall. If you would like us to come to your college or university, hit us at Ergo Radio on Twitter or Instagram, or email us at ergoradio at gmail.com. We're going to be all over the country on the East Coast. It looks like out West as well, and of course, throughout the Midwest. So even if you're not sure how this would work, but you're curious and you love the show, hit us up and we'll hopefully make something happen. Also, you can grab your Ergo tea online at ergoradio.com slash store. Make sure you cop those before they sell out. Without further ado, let's get into our conversation with the one, the only, the man himself, Malcolm London. Hello. What up? Welcome. Yeah. We're happy to be here. Man, we we're live. Words here? Studio C. Studio C. Ergo Studio C. Yeah. The, we are deep in those Ergo Returns 100 to 105 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited. Today is a very special one with a, uh, you know, the originator yeah. of this Ergo podcast game. Yeah. The show doesn't exist without episode one. Yeah. Yo, yeah. shout out to me. <laughs> and episode one doesn't exist without our guest today. Folks, make some noise in the car, at home, on an airplane, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> For the one, the only Malcolm London. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Yeah. AKA the Mug T.I. fan, aka the uh, Spider Man with a lot of bands, aka the Man with the Plan, aka Michael Jack in the Jackson Five, <laughs> aka I did push ups before I took this picture, <laughs> <laughs> aka see me at the barbecue and I will not eat any food, aka Mr. Sober, aka doing well. Out of jail. <laughs> okay. True, 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 true. That was pretty man. good. You had those just ready to go. No, 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 off the top of the dome. Off the top of the wow, dome. very good. I'm practicing. I do this every morning before I wake up. <laughs> this is your affirmation yeah, ritual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who am I also known as? <laughs> <laughs> so, I do just also want to share the one that you came up for, that y'all came up with for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the very white, very white. Oh, yeah, I was AKA. I'm Kiss, aka. The very white, very white. Yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. There it is. That was the AKA the uh, all white, no socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's go ahead let's, and get right so, into so, it. So, you know, you kind of, this is fun to do this because uh, not only did we like intentionally, you know, want to start with you to kind of set the tone of the show, but we also like didn't know what the fuck we was doing. <laughs> so we have all yeah. of this theory and all of these like skills now. So we like give presentations and shit. So, right, y'all doing it. Yeah, yeah. School so, colleges. You know, cut I mean, the check. Yeah. Cut the check. Cut. <laughs> so <laughs> how we like to start now is uh, how is the world treating you and how are you treating the world on this day in this time in this season? Yeah, how am I treating the world, man? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to treat it with care and be as gentle as possible. I think I'm in this, in this moment where I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm growing up. You know, uh, for real, like like I hit twenty four, yeah. and it was it was mad scary at first, mm-hmm. and then it, and then it was mad beautiful. And uh, I think part of that right now, 
uh, on Sober, uh, which I stand for. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and the cigs, too? Yeah, so oh, I'm proud of you. Apple now, Apple. weed, uh, although I, I did contact her from all my yeah. Uh, everything, you know, hard drugs with Bonnaroo, had too good of a time. Uh, yeah, man. So, I'm, so right now, I'm, I'm treating the world, uh, yeah, with, with, with care, with, with being gentle. Uh, the world treat me good, too, I, I think, mm-hmm. besides being black, besides being from the West Africa, <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of that. Yeah, that was such an interesting little hesitation. Yeah, yeah. Good. Shout yeah. out to the to the 24, 25 year olds. Like that is really like the Shout transition. Where like <laughs> the way I I take it is like this is the age where if somebody objectively hears about your bullshit, you get no sympathy, right? Like you right. right on the news, yeah. like twenty five year old does dumb shit. Nobody's right. like, you're just like man, that's bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no leeway. There is no. <laughs> Unless, unless you're like the president and you're like yeah. 77 and yeah. you're like, your boys moving forward. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you know what I'm saying? You come in, you leave something else. Boy, you're 25. Right, like, right, right, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, That's 20, like, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, got, we got no more sympathy. So congratulations on, on making real mistakes now. So, so <laughs> <laughs> it counts. You know what I'm saying? We are on the board. So let, let's jump back to slightly less growing you, which is yeah. when you came in the first time. Which will be about... Um, if Almost two, exactly two, two, two years, years ago. ago. Wow, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. July 27th wow. or July 26th, something around there in 2015. Yeah, yeah. baby locks. Wow. You know yeah, my locks flourishing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, like, I got like naps on my chin now. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like straight. It's not a full, full beard. Full no, it's, it's, it's coming though. It's coming on. So it. make sure you look out for that. Yeah. Come on, on Instagram. <laughs> you know like, as, as two people who have had struggle beards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We like, yeah. commend you. Yeah, my dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is, is, He's coming yeah, on here. Yeah. 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 We're growing. We're glowing. It's a wonderful thing. What's that 24, 25 race? But what, it feels like a very long time ago. Um, In many ways. Like, it just, one, so much has happened, but also just like when you think about two years and all the days and all the decisions in between and all the moments and all the people. Yeah. Who, you know, maybe were around in our lives then and aren't now or vice versa for many, many reasons. Yeah. Um, first of all, as best as you can remember, what was July 2015 you thinking about around oh, that day? Like what yeah. was the big thing on your mind? Yeah, man. First of all, man, congratulations to y'all, man. Two years. <laughs> you know, I also knew y'all didn't know what y'all was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but uh you know we've we've done we've been on the road together. Uh yeah I mean y'all yeah this is this is beautiful like like people are like some people are telling me they li- heard you know yeah. listen to y'all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's dope. Thank you. Um so congrats to y'all man. Uh what was I doing man? There was a lot going on. Uh I was I was deeply, deeply immersed in, in the organizing world mm-hmm. or indoor uh yeah, man, and Chicago was, was, I mean, Chicago is still bleeding and it's still, still hurting. But uh, in my mind, I, I guess it was, I was, I was not grounded. I felt, I felt, you know, like, like a, just floating in the wind, man. It was, mm-hmm. it was tough. Uh, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to be an organizer or an artist. Uh, I think now I've got kind of grasped on the, the, the marriage of the two. Mm-hmm. Um but it still felt like a duality. Like if it still felt like yeah. you had to choose. Yeah, absolutely. I was on a journey where I like so many different spaces. Uh, like I, I didn't know. I think a lot of it was just like not knowing what what my identity was, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so having a feeling like I was in a total war between like how do I act, how do how do I exist? Uh, you know, uh, can I talk about masculinity as a rapper? Right? Mm-hmm. Can I can I can I check my friends? Can I check myself in a public space? Can I like as an activist? Can I like do? Can I turn up? I mean, like uh, all of those questions were were here, and two years later, you know, I think, uh, yeah, you can turn up. <laughs> uh, that was the things I was asking myself. I think I like, yeah. dropped a song talking about those things, but um, yeah, man, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I remember you. I didn't like listen <laughs> to it because I can't stand my voice. Yeah. But uh, but I do remember specifically like you talking about the desire to want to be human, mm-hmm. right, and to want to be able to be like. All the raggedy you would be able to to be full right so kind of that, that that question you have now of like can i turn up and, and so as i look kind of as you as, as you know we're pretty close friends and i've been kind of along your journey and vice versa you know you went from like being the poet's poet the, the, the l-tab alumni yeah. like 
clean face YCA, you know, TED Talk schools hurt black boys, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Right. Um, they still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't like sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the truth. Like, uh, to, you know, to the organizer, activists, you know, more explicitly political. And, and around that time, we were trying to transition back into, uh, you know, the arts world, but more on the hip hop rap side. And talk about how that's been because it's really like, it's a tension on two ways, right? Because, you know, one, like, mainstream rap spaces can be so contradictory to the values of the organizing spaces. But then on the other end, there can be this, like, marriage of hip-hop and organizing that can be, like, for lack of a more, very corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you have to really toe that line. And also, organizing spaces can be contradictory to what the organizing spaces are. That is also true. There is no bars on them. Oh, All right. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, just like kind of as I'm laying out that like that timeline. Dr. Berry Berry. But kind of that timeline of like kind of those three epochs of your life. How did this last year of putting out a, a tape? Congratulations, first thank of you, all. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to everybody. If you have listened to Opia, go do it right now. Well, no, finish this. Finish yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after that, go, go right, listen. Yeah, it should be a related track on SoundCloud. Yeah, just yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, kind of just, just, it's not really like a distinct question. Kind of just like walk us through that journey or that trajectory of going from, you know, the poet to the organizer to the rapper and how do you feel in, in marriage of the world? Yeah. In if you will. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sex Positivity. Um, <laughs> Epochs, first of all, hell of a word. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. But it, it's it's been, I think, I yeah, man. I, it's, it's funny that I'm here today. Like, I I feel like I've just arrived. Mm. Like, like, like literally on Sunday. You know, <laughs> like on Sunday. Like, I feel like that just happened. Mm. Um, but it's it's been a journey, man. I, I, I think for me, growing up has been like just to be fully in myself. Uh, and, I, and I mean that to say like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like going to the club every night and like, and like turn it up. Like all the things I love to do, but like find a space and responsibility for, for things. And like, you know, just kind of falling in love with myself again. Because uh, the past few years have been hard and, and like, you know, not that I don't love like rap music and, and in particular spaces, but like, yeah, it was hard to like, you know, it's like it's not fun being a man and like sleeping with a lot of women. Like, although like that's like it's cool, it's not always fun and it's lonely and intimacy is like weird and and it can be like dehumanizing. Yeah, in both ways. Oh, in so many in so many ways in so many ways. You know, uh, this isn't. I just I want to stay on that. That's something that I was talking about yesterday with with a friend. Um, was the just like the odd tension of like feeling like where can you say that, <laughs> right. you know, right? Because yeah. it, you don't want to you don't want to claim victimhood, Mm-mm. and I don't and I, that's not what I'm hearing from you. But it, yeah, it's where can you or where can I about me say like I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> like yeah. no one tells you how to figure this stuff out, and you have to. It, it's something that I really I don't know if admire is the right word. Something that. I've like seen you explore and have wrestled with. And I think I do admire it is the like your admission that your growth is going to be raggedy because it's going to be human. Yeah. And that yeah. you're going to, you know, to the point of what you said two years ago of like, I want when people see me, I want them to see all the pieces of me. I don't want to be buffed down and polished. Yeah. Although um, your Instagram says otherwise. I'm not going to But the the willingness to show the growing pains and some of that maybe is out of your control, but I think like, I, I know it pulls off the, the big trajectory question that Damon asked, like, are there moments now looking back where you're like, maybe I wish I hadn't shown that to people. Nah, not at all. Mm. Not at all. Maybe like to like certain like, <laughs> women and stuff, but like, like, nah, nah. And, they, and even shout out, no, not at all. I think, I think, I think, <laughs> no, no, I think, man, like, I'm really, there was, a, I often say, I think about, you know, all, when I was like 19 and I lived in this little shack of an apartment above the liquor store on Fullerton and Kenzie. Uh, mm-hmm. I lived there with... Uh, Shout out to that apartment. Yeah, yeah. I was living in the family for a while. And I just remember how hungry I was and how how naive I was and how I was mm-hmm. finding out about the world and like 
it, it catapulted me into organizing because I was like, oh, this is what you did. I mean, I washed my fair share of hidden colors. <laughs> and like, and, 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 but it was like, it was like finding out and that rediscovery, I think I've been doing over the past like six months is like rediscovering what makes me feel fortified to mm-hmm. be able to live in my vulnerability. Um, and so, no, I don't, I don't regret it. I think, I think being vulnerable is, 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 is beautiful. I think that's where I get a lot of my courage from. Uh, and, uh, and I've just rediscovered and find out, you know, like you practice is what happens. You know, I think, I think I set uh, a lot of the course of the past years has been a, been like self-critical and self-aware of like, you know, once you become, you know, whomever it is organized or not that I've ever put myself on a pedestal, but you feel like you know things, mm-hmm. right? but you can never not learn something, uh, you know, you can learn it a million times and, and it can right. still be new. You know right. what I mean? Like, I thought I knew about racism and, and feminism, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like a daily thing to learn about it mm-hmm. because it happens in so many different ways. So, And everyone around you is also going through that. And you, you get to the point where the people you learn from, it's very easy to feel like they have it all figured out. But yeah. You're just like totally. trying on their framework. Yeah. yeah but yeah. they're if they're doing it right, they're doing the same thing. Yeah, all of us are. Like, we, t- we talk about this Grace Lee Bond school, which is nice, but, like, her ability to sustain came from her ability to, like, let go of ideologies and people and organizations that became calcified and violent or harmful or just obsolete. We're stuck. Right, and that it's the ability to, like, not define yourself by those things, but to, yeah. to define it based on the movements that people are making around you and to be, re- like reflective and responsive to that rather than to hold on to the sense of yourself and be like well this is who i am yeah and i think yeah. sometimes people don't do that and again i think it's something that you do well so yeah. when you defined damn the like three epochs it was like the i'm gonna, I'm gonna also google epoch no you yeah. got it right no you got it right no i know what it, i know what it means i just want you know for yeah. the people want to give like the, we're also the, <laughs> i know it means like, like the era yeah era but go ahead finish your question i'm gonna what when I hear that, what I'm thinking is, you know, it was like the poet, the organizer, the rapper. Do you, um, at this point, do you feel like, and are you trying to be the rapper? Was there a time where it was, or was it like, now I feel like Malcolm, and that can mean a whole bunch of things. Yeah, now it feels like that. I think, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it was. It was a lot, even with my first project, Opia, which dropped October 17th last one? year. Uh, MalcolmLennon.com. You can go check it out, download us on Spotify. I think we just cracked our first 400K. Okay. Spotify. You know, shout out to EB, shout out to Timmy V. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I think um, just now, yeah, I mean, even that project, I think it's like the most comprehensive, diverse uh, project ever in 2016. (laughs) But but like, it's it's, thematically, it's the same, but musically, and what I'm trying to attempt to do was me trying to prove to myself, yo, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could be a rapper. And, and even thinking about artistically my second project and just like projects I have in mind, not only just musically, but socially, uh, are, are, are more aligned with what I feel and who I am now as opposed to trying to uh, capture or attempt to acquire this like, uh, you know, praise for some you know, like just yeah yeah like now i'm like all right this is i did that now here i am uh so it feels like what's driving you has changed no i found fa- well from maybe, that external stuff yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think i think now i'm back to what i what i what i felt drives me right like mm-hmm. i felt like what was driving me was like this 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 thirst to like be on a stage and like be in front of people and to run away from very real like Mm-hmm. responsibilities I had to take and, and like yeah man I mean it, it's hard and it, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard pressure there's a lot of pressure you know to be who I was and I think I let that drive me to you know trying to trying to just find a different space to become the same person if that makes yeah. any sense uh, circular yeah 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 definitely cyclical. what do you mean by that pressure um just like you can pull the whole thing down. Yeah, just like, uh, just like, just pressure of being, uh, you know, if you say, if you say to people, yeah, I care about the world and, and I, I, you know, abolish police, people expect you 
to, 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 to hold yourself yeah. to what you say you're going to do. Uh, they hold you accountable, right? Uh, I'm, I, I wasn't just making, which I I do make music about just turning up, but I'm not just, you know, the beautiful thing of higher expectations is that you people expect high things. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think for a lot of times, and, and a lot of my life, uh, I left the crib at 17. I was always like a smart kid in school and, you know, smart, but didn't really go to class and, and or, you know, excelling in YCA and, and just and just happening to, you know, get a TED Talk or happen to be in these spaces uh, that like, you know, as an artist, that like fear of, of like not being good enough. Yeah. It, was, it was like illuminating. Uh, and I think even in my last project, it was there too. But now it's like, I'm, I'm really excited to just like live and be and breathe and create uh, just for the sake of myself. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. interesting. It made me think. So one thing that, as we're going back and thinking, this is actually before Ergo started. This is like when we were still in college and we did that show. So we did a Dana and I, the first thing we ever made together was the show where um, No Name and Jamila oh, yeah, yeah. and then Christiana and you came when you were there and <laughs> <laughs> powering through those last few months. Um, but one of the things that I remember Fatima saying, I was like, basically I asked her, like we did an interview roundtable. I asked her like, how great is it to be surrounded by all these brilliant people that are pushing you. And she was like, it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it's yeah. nice. And it's nice to see that it's possible and to be motivated. But like, also that pressure can take a lot out of her. She yeah. said, yeah, and I mean, I, th- I think, I think the word that I was hearing, I, you know, I experience this a lot now, um, especially, you know, that we have similar trajectories of like being public. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, th- there is that real accountability that like, you know, there are like, especially if you have position or certain like status or certain reach or power. Uh, but then there's like the internal of, oh, all these people are watching me, even when they're not. Sometimes they don't even care what you do. Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Stars are <laughs> really yeah. analyzing your tweets and your captions the way right. you feel. But you are all like that always like, man, I got to be on point. I can't jag. I can't like right. be contradictory when it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So and that vigilance can take a lot out of you. Yeah, it can, it can, and and I think, yeah, it can, and also, and also, just like forgiving myself um, mm. for for like be, making those making mistakes or, or and and you know you know better you do better and, and uh, yeah man I don't know I'm trying to figure out this human being yeah this is hard <laughs> yeah but that's interesting that and we can move to I want to talk more about the like external stuff a little bit too but yeah. I think that that's a really important talk part that's a really important part when we talk about healing and growing is the sometimes people in the world will, for, will forgive you before you can forgive yourself. Yeah. Um, especially when you hold yourself to a high standard. That's something just personally that I know I wrestle with mm-hmm. um, is like someone might say it's okay. And you're like, no, it's not. Right. So when you say like learning to love yourself again, uh, let's say like tangibly, like day to day, what does that look like? What does you loving yourself look like? Yeah, uh, shout out to Joseph Chilean. Oh man, um, super shout out! Yeah, Can't in, wait to in, inadvertently, uh, he became my hero this year. Uh, in mm-hmm. part just because of how, you know, I I'm very I, I'm very good at performing and having access to my vulnerability, and, and mm-hmm. oftentimes it's like hard for me to distinguish. When you say performing, like not on the stage sense, but yeah, like but just like in day to day, yeah, yeah, you know, I know how to, as an artist and as a poet, I know to access those things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on your own terms, own, yeah, yes. right, and not, and not always because of, because I know how to do that, you know, and, and sometimes I fear that like maybe it's not always authentic or like oh this moment needs you know something not, not all the time but sometimes it yeah. feels like that and. And Joseph, uh, like, man, he just how much, and it's not even like I don't give a fuck attitude, it's I love this so much being an enemy. I'm not even thinking about anything else. <laughs> uh, but, but specifically, a while back, he had told me I was turning up and we were drinking it out. Well, he wasn't, but I was. And, and I was like, you know, why, why, you know, why y'all don't turn up like that? He was like, he said something that didn't really hit me until, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but he said, I'm comfortable with my reality. And I didn't feel like that was a diss or anything, but it definitely hit me like a diss. And I was like, man, you know, and as particularly as there's somebody like, I get high off my own endorphins, man. Like, I can start jumping off this wall. And right now, you know, it's like, what am I really doing or what am I really running away from uh, when, I, when I, you know, partake? And I was in a bad space where I just felt like, 
I relied on it for creativity and I also relied on it for a hiding place. And, and I feel like that was a bad place to be. But, you know, anyway, politically, I believe people should be able to do and mm-hmm. drugs should be legal. And like, you know, I, I think right now in the space of sobriety, it's just like really... Um, I forgot the question. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am going to go back just for the people. Just, you know, I like to educate the young guys. Epochs. Yeah. A period of time in the history or a person's life, typically one marked by notable events or particular characteristics, right? So I feel like. Oh, you used this. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a word you could just use at any time. Right, like, it's not, you know, this epoch. No, it's a good word. This is Tupac Epochs, a.k.a. Epochs. A.k.a. Epochs Shakur. That's really good for the people. Epochs. But, like, to kind of, to kind of, like, wind down on this point of, like, breaking you down. And, you know, maybe that's kind of, like, we're not going to break you down. But, like, in kind of the timeline of, like, the poet teaching artists to organize it to the music. Um, I'm just going to go let her in. Y'all can keep talking. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, to of the point of, like, from the, you know, the poet teaching artist predominantly to, like, predominantly on the, you know, activism organizing front lines. And then, yeah, yeah, also to, to like, the music. Um, I just want to get into, like, process, right? Because, like, those are kind of, they, they're related, but those are three different, like, position so in terms of one which part of the process did you enjoy more the creation and the struggle to get it made or the mm. the, the tour and the, the like the pushing and the performing of it for like the last eight months or so yeah uh, and then like just was there was there anything different about how you approach writing how you approach recording how you approach the stage how you approach life just in terms of process things yeah man that's that's a beautiful question man i uh i think well, I mean, the, the journey is like, you know, is always forward moving. So I think <clears throat> in the creation process, it was a lot more, a lot less rigid. <clears throat> um, you know, me and EB just went in the studio and we like tried to figure out how to, how to you know, be, how to make an album. Uh, and we did. And I, th- and I think it was great. And we learned a lot. Uh, each, each, each tier definitely taught me something else. Um, the tour more recently... Um, taught, in a lot of weird way, it taught me to be way more disciplined than anything mm. else had taught me. Um, you know, you think you're gonna go on tour, you think it's like, oh, you know, yeah, parties, the country, yeah, you know what I mean, like, I get to three hours and whatever, but actually, it ended up making me a little bit more disciplined and a little bit more excited because you artistically, you know, a, a, a project you're only putting it on, you know, wax, so to speak, uh, but with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, a uh, you know, with a, with a tour, with a stage, it's like infinite possibilities, you know? Uh, and so that really made me super excited. But yeah, man, the tour made me a lot more disciplined than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the, the putting it out part, the marketing part, uh, you know, maybe I should have thought more about but I didn't think that much about. <laughs> it, it was weird. Uh, that's why you pay people to do that sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, man, the tour taught me a lot uh, in creating... So, so I want to go back because I was I was intrigued by the, the that moment of like you know I'm sure it wasn't one moment but like yeah. that moment you you and you be like oh how do we do this yeah uh, and first of all shout out to the homie yeah. Uh, yeah but but from what you learned are there like lessons if you could talk to 16 year old Malcolm of like that you would give game to of like you know this is how you go about this work this is how you go about this process this is how you get a a, a product complete. Oh, for, for music, yeah, man, I need to tell 24-year-old man. <laughs> I'm still waiting on this poetry book uh, that, like, feels intimidating, man. The best writers in the world that I know uh, are, are writing books. And, like, an album you can listen to, you know, and, like, there's more room for error. Mm. Uh, I don't know. As a mm, poet, I, grew up, I grew up in a poetry community, you know, and, and like, we, we would talk mess about each other's poems <laughs> in the most loving way, but, like, it's like once it's on paper, like people, I don't know, I don't know. For whatever reason, it intimidates me more than making an album. That's super interesting. I think that's probably not true for everyone, but it's interesting. No, that's sure true it's for you. The like idea that an album can contain more mistakes. Yeah. And you've just been doing poems a lot. So like, do you, do you yeah. feel? Well, let me ask this: Do you feel like you hold yourself to a higher standard as a poet than as a rapper? Um, a higher standard, or do you expect more? Or do you expect you to be more perfect? Yeah, I think I think more precision is used on the poetry tip just because just like like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, And maybe I'll allow myself to get a little arrogant, but I'm like, yeah, music made like not music rap. Like I'm figuring out how to put poetry 
in a, in a melody, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and make and make you and make you, you know, what I'm saying, live with it. Uh, yeah, it's better than a lot of folks. <laughs> so like, it's less intimidating. You know what I mean? Like, I look up to Patricia Smith. I look up to Chris Thompson. I look up to, uh, you know, Jamila Woods. I look up to uh, James Ball. You know what I mean? Like. I look up to Christiana Cologne, you know, people who like I know have serious pin game. And it's like, I don't know, it's just intimidating. You know? it's, like, it's like, but then I, you know, if I'm putting my rap work up it's against rap, like, like yeah, I'm, yeah, I got you. Yeah, you know what I, mean? like, I don't want to name no names, you know what I mean? but like, you know, there's like rappers like who it's like when you go to like a court and on one side it's like a 21 full of scrubs and on the other side it's like oh man I'm side. still Jordan on either side <laughs> you know what I mean but like but like you know I, you know, Jordan I'm gonna practice a little bit harder you know what I'm saying to go with the, with the big that's big super one. interesting though because <laughs> most of the time most of the time you only know like the way you're describing those poetry folks like the first thing I was like, well, you just don't know the people who are the equivalent of that. Like if you were in a room, like the same way if you're in a room with like Jamila and Chris and Patricia Smith, if you're in a room with like, you know, Home. the four best rappers, <laughs> yeah. like, Easy. but you also Marked. low key kind of are though. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Best friends are some of the best rappers. Yeah. Like yeah. Ever. Yeah. And no name is still the best rapper to me yeah. in the world. Yeah. But like, you know, Chano's raw. Right. <laughs> so but, but why do you think you feel, do you st- do you feel the a pressure? Yeah, I feel like Saba doesn't get named. Oh my god! No, yo, no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, yo, Saba has the best flows. I can merch. I will say this right now. Saba is the best rapper. You know, like, like, ah, you know, no, like, Saba doesn't get enough props. You, you know what? I think yeah, because I think because there's more space for music. You know what I mean? Like, I think just like the intimidation factor is just like. I listen to like Playboy Cardi and I listen to like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, yeah. there's a range. But poetry is like, I don't know, it's just intimidating. I, and it's not really because I love performing and I love writing poems and I love like, uh, it just that. Maybe it's also because I'm not a college graduate, even around. Yeah, it's more institutionalized. My gra- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the concept of writing a book, like, my grammar is shitty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, it, like, I literally ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I used to ask Kush, like, hey, can you edit my Facebook? Because like my grammar was just off. You know what I mean? Like I could talk mad beautiful and you get it, even though my like com like you can't hear commas in my voice. You know what I mean? Like I would Damn. that's how I was like, yo, baby, is, is this like Twitter? Is this tweet like automatically? Right? Like, you know what I mean? So so uh, I don't know. But, but and it felt yeah. you felt the pressure for on the poetry and for it to be grammatically correct? That you don't necessarily not even grammatically correct, but, but well, just like more efficient and, yeah. econ- and economized, you know? Mm. Um, but with rap, I don't know. And, I, and even I feel that with rap, like I, I, I'm right, still working on my flows. I'm working on like how to make it more compact and more listenable. Yeah. To you know, if you if you go to genius.com right now, read my read my raps. It reads like poetry, but it, you know I'm still working out the kinks of like hearing it and melody and melodic and keys and it's so much other stuff to learn. You yeah. mentioned early on that Bataru, you said too much fun, mm-hmm. and I know that, that yeah. just from <laughs> just from in general, it seems like that was an important couple of days for you. Um, in a lot of ways maybe you could I don't yeah. know if you talked about this or I was no no we didn't we didn't yeah shout out to Bonnaroo I just played Bonnaroo 745 o'clock p.m. you know open up or right before Cheno uh, on, a, on a smaller stage mm-hmm. and, and shout out to the Sox team man that's that's those are those are those are inadvertent men, mentors man those dudes are geniuses from Sticks Nico uh, Nate Fox Cheno obviously Peter Cottontail Man, they those we like study those dudes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean when you say what you mean, like me, it be me, it be Timmy. We like, we like, yeah, we like both. Like, oh, that's beautiful, and also like we come for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the healthiest, the healthiest, yeah, especially when you have like a you know personal access to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, lo- I love them. They keep us hungry. Um, but you know, they came to the show and everything, so I just want to shout them out. But uh, Bonnaroo was important for so many reasons, man. We rehearsed. Shout out to Eddie Burns. Shout out to uh, Marcus Anthony Johnson. Uh, we 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 put in the work, you know, uh, and it was, it was it was the it was finding out the fun part, and then I was so surprised at how many people came to the show, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, when we got started, and I know I, I want to not exaggerate, but like literally, it was like 150 people, um, you know, like mid mid show or beginning, you know, people just oh, who is this? Me, this sounds cool. Like not a lot, love a few people that knew me. I, I want to say like I can march by like. 40 people knew who I was mm-hmm. and, and, and half of them only knew me because of the TED talk and like oh, I got you got arrested oh you just saw your name 
Um, but like by the time we're done, like if you watch if you watch any of the videos, I keep watching the the uh, uh, recaps. It, it looked like six hundred people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was like I, I didn't cried on stage. Yeah. I was like, this is real. beautiful and real. And like, there's different kind of ways to organize people. Um, mm-hmm. At least their hearts and their minds. You know, um, well, it's the physical space, right? Right. Well, yeah. Who else could get? You know, I, I, I well, was I, a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, but I was even like. And we kind of like be politicized, you know, rightfully so, like pop music. But I was like at the Rihanna concert and mm-hmm. we just sitting there, I'm in the United States, I'm like, what else in the world right. could bring 20,000 people yeah. in one place, period? Also, know? these 20,000 people. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's important. That's important. That's right, so, so, I mean, and so like, you know, 600 or 150 people, like, you know, we've we've tried to make the call out and you know what it feels like to have 10 people show up to, <laughs> to a meet nor show. So that, that's, yeah, that's, there's real. nothing worse than putting out 10 times more chairs than you actually <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, what was the difference between that experience and the tour, right? Either individually or like the collective feel of doing it on a more local. Uh, I mean, Bonnaroo's huge, you know. Yeah. It's one of the biggest like North American festivals. Yeah. And the time slot we we, we happened to get was great. Um, it just felt like a, like a big mouse. I mean, the tour was, I think we, we learned a lot on tour. And it was ebbs and flows, like like St. Louis, no one came to my show. Nobody. Not the homies. I hit up Smino. I, hit up, I was like, can't tweet this out. Like, nobody came. Excuse me. Appreciate the mic. <laughs> granted, like, nobody came. Granted, um, granted, it rained super hard, but I did, like, a radio spot at Wash U. It was, like, <laughs> I did, like, a tiny desk-esque thing. And, like, the kids were like, oh, we're definitely going to be at your show. No one came. Uh, and so we were salty. So it's, you know, the openers are going and openers played for us. You know, right. me, Timmy, uh, Sam, uh, my tour manager, uh, and, and Sam, my photographer. We, there were five people in the bartender. And so we stayed, we rocked with them, and then and then we we took a couple shots and we sucked it up. We were like, all right, let's go talk to people in the bar, you know, across the street and around. And so we literally sat down, talked to folks, invited them to the show. They stayed. It was like 16 folks. Uh, and they bought merch and they, and they stayed for the whole show and they were like, yo, we love, you know what I mean? So we had to humble ourselves and then a few nights later, we, you know, we we're a few tickets from selling out, uh, maybe, maybe a couple, like 20 tickets from selling out, but we basically sold out Minneapolis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely <laughs> sold out Twitter um, and on Instagram, uh, but we sold out. I'm not going to mind. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you I was going to with that. Can I press that button? I'm not going to mind. I'm not going to mind. Yeah, we sold out Minneapolis, right? I mean, shout out to Minneapolis. Ah, oh, man, Twin City. I don't even know. It happened to just be people in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So it was the ebbs and flows and the learning experience. And it's like some rock band shit, right? Like, we don't always yeah. see this on the rap side because, like, often by the time someone has a tour or has the mechanism for that, yeah. it's because a song blew up. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is how rock bands work. It's like they go and they play a shitty bar and, a, and they travel around in a fucking van for two years. Yeah. And nobody listens, and they have to move all the drums in and out of the uh, thing yeah. every day. Jeez, yeah. And then maybe, maybe the next time they come to that town, seven people come. And then the next time they come, 20 people come. And the next time they come, 50 people come. Yeah, and right. like that slow growth, we don't usually see. One, it's hard to like imagine that here because mm-hmm. like there is a real community. <laughs> that right. like, yeah. And maybe less so in this moment, but maybe I'm just getting old and not going to as many things. You are getting old. I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> All of us are getting old. Nah, I don't, man. I'm the worst. <laughs> I, 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 I thought he was going to say, nah, I don't, I don't no, get old. No, I, I don't do shit. I'm trying to. But you, but it, it, we don't always see the like, we talk about dues paying. Mm. Like, if you yeah, think about in, it in this blog era like you know double XL era like oh I just started rapping six months ago and now I'm on you know yeah. 97 and, and, and that's the thing about that man because like that also is what hip hop is about you know what I mean like it's about being you know what I'm saying like I don't care about what you know what I'm saying no, no history you know I mean like this is like what I do and, and one of my favorite of that class uh, or what's he on the double XL Lil Yachty mm-hmm. was he on last year or this year I think last year yeah anyway now He's 19 years old, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made music in his bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what hip-hop is about. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not it's, like, the, you know, the greatest, like, rap. You know what I mean? Like, that's... And and I struggle with that, too, because then it's, it's, like, you know, as as a craft, as a person that loves the craft, you know what I'm saying? Like, studies the, the Illmatics and, and whatever. Yeah. But does it feel like you... 
I think externally, and I think I said this to you at one point, maybe after we got, we were in Miami together for a few days for a poetry festival. Yeah. And you were like at the point where you were like, I'm going to just do music for the foreseeable future. And I think I said it to you. I know I said it about you. (laughs) And it's going to sound like a negative thing. I don't mean it as a negative thing, but it's like you were in a position where you could jump over a whole bunch of steps. Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm a big believer the same way that you wrote a whole lot of poems before anybody ever heard them, mm-hmm. like on the music end, and this is a thing, be, take it off of you just in general. Like I'm, I'm a big believer in making a whole bunch of things that nobody ever hear. Mm-hmm. You know, Kendrick talks in that Zane Lowe interview about between the last album and Damn, he made hundreds of songs yeah. that nobody will ever hear that were just, they weren't for anybody else. They were just for him. Um, and, I, and I could see, you know, you talk about the drive and the hunger of it. Like I could see that in you and I, and you had access to certain things. So yeah, I just think on some level I was like anxious yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watching you go through this. Right. Um, did it did it feel like super urgent to you? And now do you? I, I'm projecting it, but does it feel like maybe should have or could have taken more time, or does it feel like you were where you needed to be? I think right now, you know, it feels like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm where I need to be. But yeah, of course. I mean, now once you learn how to do something, like I do more efficiently, you know, be be on time, not. You know, up on, you know what I mean? So, uh, and yeah, I, 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 not only the privilege of like already building a name for myself, just like like we mentioned earlier, being around the hardest working mm-hmm. artists in, 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 in the industry right now. You know what I mean? Outside outside of just Chance, you know, who is, uh, man, th- like this dude works. All, like I worry about him sometimes, you know. And Let's I put think, him in the hospital before. Yeah, yeah, multiple yeah. Times, multiple you know? times, you know. And I, I think, I mean, I think the beauty, shout out to Kinsley, because, you know, I think that's yeah. around him in a lot of ways. But even Saab, like, like mugs work, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and are putting in work. And so I think like having that privilege of being able to see that, you know, I think uh, it could either, you know, sometimes it allows you to feel, uh, and then you make something you dope and then you feel, uh, just what I was looking for. A little, a little, um, no, nah, uh, it allows you, oh, it allows you to procrastinate a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause you're like, oh, you know, I'm good. I'm hot. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. you know what I mean? But like, but like folks don't see folks putting in the work and, and not all the times, even as these friends that I have, you know, I don't get to see that either. And I think like as a poet, that's why like being so close to poets and like Kevin Koval gets up at 740 every day and writes. Like I don't do that. You know, you know, like, you know like, I can't write a book. You know I mean? Jamila Woods is like, oh, like I never not see her. And I'm like, oh man, yeah. can I write a book? I'm yeah. just like nah, masturbating and yeah. brushing my teeth. Like, yeah. 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 Can I do that? You know I mean? In that order? <laughs> I think, yes. I think yeah. the two the doesn't come first. Nah. <laughs> Why? Because I usually go back to sleep. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. but, but <laughs> I'm a big proponent of press. <laughs> but that's real. <laughs> I can't. Eat, I got too many jokes. Let me. I'm gonna bring this back. Yeah, look, yeah, if I wouldn't cool. be with someone no, else I, without brushing my teeth, I'm gonna be by myself. <laughs> hey man, listen. Self care. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, that's something. That's something that like gets to my soul. I can really resonate with. For like. I, I, <laughs> like I know I know there are things I'm scared and talented at. I know yeah. there are things I can't do with put in that position. But just like that self-discipline work ethic. Um like that is just an obstacle of like I will never be not even like what I see around me, but I'll never be what I see for myself mm-hmm. until I get that type of discipline. Have you you said that the tour like helped? Are you like seeing places where you are kind of growing in, in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, we both do like hella shit too. So right? You, yeah, yeah. You know, so how do you just do one thing? Right. That's that's. Well, I I have ADHD, so like I I, I don't I don't like I'm, I'm beginning comfortable with like not that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like even when I like I'm like I literally sit down, I read a book, I get from a book, I write a lot, I write something down that the book made me think mm-hmm. of, and then I get then I go make a tweet, and then I. And I'm saying, then I listen to it. So, like I literally all within the span of 30 minutes, I'll do those things as a routine. You know what I mean? Or then I'll lean over and kiss whoever is in my bed. You know what I mean? Like I do that, you know, in order to like sustain that. And I think now I'm in a space where all right, this is this is how my brain works. You mm-hmm. know, how do I make the most efficient of it? Because you can't, and I still struggle with this, but like the comparative, like comparing myself to like that doesn't that doesn't work for me and it and it ain't it ain't helping nobody, you know. Um and so just that's the beautiful thing about being human is, is like everyone's, every single body's experience is unique. 
you know, just mm-hmm. like right now, we listen, we write, we in this podcast room, and both of us, all of us are experiencing this differently. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's cool, you know? And like, as an artist, it's the part of like, you, the part that I'm continuously and for, forever will learn is like the part where, like you said, about not knowing human, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're, we're trained to like be an artist for the sake of, for, for other people's titillation and not just because I need to survive. And on the positive they, end, doing it for people and the people and right, all those. Right, like, it's hard right. to think about doing something for yourself at all. Mm-hmm. And especially something that's not like you can't put a check mark next to necessarily a self-care. Right. Yeah. You know, people will, we now have the language communally to like understand that. Right. And be like, oh, okay. But when it's like, which things do we accept as being self-serving without calling selfish? Mm-hmm. And, and creation is like such an unselfish thing, but also can the be such a narcissistic thing. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like, yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to James Ball. He teaches me a lot about that. Um, I, I want to I wanna make a transition. Okay. I like Take control. I like, I like it. I was coming um, with a transition too. So yeah. Let's see where this Let's see where we at. Listen, I know y'all have been wide on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's beautiful. So, like, recently, man, I've fallen in love, you know. Uh, nice. Like, I wake up and I think about this woman. I go to sleep and I think about this woman. I can't eat food. I think about this woman. I can't listen to routine. I can't listen to the rest of what I was listening to. This is the most, that is the most romantic sound. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 no, facts, man. I just the 36 chambers of my heart. Yeah, thank you. Damn. The 36 chambers of my seat. <laughs> so I just want to give a shout out to uh, the woman who has my heart right now, and and you know all I got is these broken clocks. But as I'm twenty something, I just want to feel like a normal boy. She's a pretty little boy, uh, and I, I want to have her on the weekends. But you know, I know it's like that, you know, uh, and I can't do it But I, I'm just trying to get control. To the woman who doesn't know that she's gonna marry me yet, uh, but but it's happening. Uh, says, thank you, baby, for all you do for, for helping me uh, heal my own. Control out the leap. Oh man, I'm so on that. Um, yeah, let's. I mean, let's go down that. What are you uh, for all of our artistic, for all of our artistic shit? What are you listening to? Yeah, definitely the Scissor album on repeat. Jay's new album. Why are you in love with her? Yeah, man, she's a, she's such a good writer, yeah. um, and I, I met her before. Uh, her, her and uh, no name were hanging out like like two years ago. Yeah, I met her a couple. Yeah, yeah. Also, I shout out to Raven me. spending all of August opening for her. And you know, Smino's going on that yeah, run too. Yeah, or at least that's what that's what LA told. People yeah. keep fucking winning. Yeah, no, shout out to yeah, shout out to them. Come yeah. on, shout out to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah man, it's enough sun for everybody, man. It's so how how has y'all romance been going? Oh, it's good. It's good. You know, it's we just took, a healthy balance. Kendrick just took a photo of us. Uh, yeah, it's on my Instagram. You can go check it. I can merch it. Yeah, no, real talk. Yeah, yeah. She ain't put me up yet, but I think that's a well, you know, that's a questionable merch. You know, just she's, she's coming no, out of it. Yeah, you imagine yeah, this, 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 this is just the epochs. But no, but I'm I'm enamored with with her writing. Listening to that project, I think it's been a long time since a songtress. I mean, besides like people I know, you know, like a songstress of 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 a market of a commercially marketable, you know, level is writing this well to me. You know what I mean? Like, see, you're in love with SZA. Let's talk about love for a second. Yeah, man. Or can we put can we put love within a bigger conversation? Yeah, transition. I love is the bigger conversation. You know, uh, (laughs) 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 which we I I do want to do a better job, like getting people to. to, Provide their definitions of love because that's mm. that's such a subjective concept. But as you do that, um, you know, it's, we've kind of like teetered around it. You know, we've talked about free love. We talked about you know whoever might be available, just like working through yourself. Mm. Um, and so personally, right, like you're you're kind of one of my closest friends. Now. Yeah. And in, in life, right, the thing that we kind of always do, and then publicly as well, yeah. um, is discuss the masculinity. Yeah. Um, so I don't even really have a question right. for it, but like in you know, the last two years, you know, being such a um, a transitional time for you. Um, where are you with that concept now? Yeah. Um, and then as that pertains to love and then also women and femininity, uh, you know, how are you just processing, how are you understanding, how are you trying to navigate the world um, as we are trying to 
maybe reshape, redefine, and also like shed some of the you know the toxic socialization. That and doing. the answer can be raggedy. I just yeah. want to, the way we're talking yeah. No, it's about to be. It's about to be. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing to figure out. Um, but just where you at with it. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk, yeah, man, I, particularly I want to talk about love, and I think only through love have I learned the turmoil of masculinity, hmm. um, like being able to see not only the women in my life be harmed by men, but like how often has men we don't think about how afraid we are to be harmed by the men, mm-hmm. right? The whole concept mm-hmm. of, of like, you know, when, when, you know, like even like this, like a sour out of tangibly, right? Like, like, like I made a lot of uncomfortable conversations with women that I love from the fear of other men like chasing them, you know what I mean? Like, or like, oh, why you gotta wear that? You know what I'm saying? 16, 17, like, like just like right. the very like double standard things that I had to unlearn uh, because I saw how frustrating it was for uh, a woman that I loved. Um, but that one in particular is like, like that's a, per- a peculiar dehumanization. Yeah, it's not, absolutely. And, and you because it's like, I'm not even thinking about you. I, I'm thinking about you as the object on both of ours. Right. I'm, into, yeah. I'm scared of that person. Right. As opposed to even thinking about yeah. you as a factor. What, what, yeah. Yeah. Your own autonomy and all, yeah. all of that. Um, very specific example. But um, yeah, man, I think how, man, masculinity is such a, such a concept. And in a lot of ways, I think toxic, toxic masculinity, you know, is, is crippling. Um, I think I think I had the privilege of like growing up as a poet or at least in poetry spaces where like like talking about your vulnerability got your ten scorecard. You know what I mean? So it's like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I could cry and like be vulnerable. Um, and you also got to hear a lot of women. Yeah, that's in a way that most men don't even try to or have access to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So but let, let's let's zoom in a little because like you said, it's a big concept. Um, and you talked about like the self-discovery before even imagining a relation to another person, but like, are there pieces of you that you're just, because this is how I think about it for myself is the pieces of me that I'm afraid of or the pieces of me that I don't know how to not just control, but like to understand. And, and, and those are the jagged parts, right? Um, maybe not fear, but yeah. are there pieces of you that you like, yeah, don't know how to, or that you're, that, what are the pieces of you that you're wrestling with in regard to being like, a, a, a struggle? Struggle did, did work? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 struggle. <laughs> but yeah, what are the, the, the pieces that you're, that you're struggling with or wrestling with? <laughs> I wrestle with struggle. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's parts of myself. <clears throat> I think part of the humanizing that, that men need to do themselves really um you know is, is also like for me i think about sorry that's fine no we did it we wrong <laughs> no we'll pause <laughs> <laughs> i mean Question. now i want to go left <laughs> no, no, but, no. uh that's a good question right um, I think part of it is being comfortable with all the parts of myself. And I think I just even, you know, that, that I'm going to mess up. And mm. um, I think even, even back to the love, like I, I think love is, 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 is too wide and deep to ever be defined by, by sentences or fragments of words. But it is to me at least a commitment to something and to people and to values and to principles. Uh, and it's not—it's not that I won't ever not be unhealthy, <clears throat> and it's not that I'm—I will never not harm. But it's—it's it's what am I committed to, 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 uh, you know, what am I committed to making sure that when it, when I do harm you, how do I repair the harm? Right. Uh, when I do mess up, how do I? How am I held accountable? Or you know, how it—it it is a commitment to trying. I think. Right. Um, and so, even with that with myself, you know, I think you know that I I can I just all like. Like, like I'm again secure, right? Like, like trying, like trying to divorce myself of like, man, it look like everybody all confident, everybody living their life, everybody living their best selves, and I'm just over here a sad boy. You know what I mean? Like that, like that don't help me. You know what I mean? Because if I'm, if I'm making it, yeah, like, like yeah, just being okay with with failure, being okay with like not, you know what I'm saying? not 
feeling incompetent, um, yeah. you know. Uh, and to the, the commitment that you just described, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Sorry about that. Is the, it's, yeah, it's not the commitment that you won't ever make a mistake or that you won't ever harm somebody. Right. It's that when that happens, you'll be there to try to heal with them. Yeah. And, and like accepting the inevitability, not even like yeah. saying, I, I, oh, I don't want to, I won't, but like, right. I will. Yeah, right? yeah, like, right. that yeah. And that is a hard thing to admit for yourself and to figure out how to say to somebody else. Have you, have you, is there any like specifics you could go into in terms of, of that, that reparation or that restoration accountability? Again, as much or as little as you feel comfortable yeah. sharing here. Um, yeah. I, so uh, I, we still haven't figured out what the language is to talk publicly about it. So it's not that I don't want to, it's mm-hmm. that I want to be yeah, given into the process. Um, so that, uh, although I, like I've been thirsty to talk about it because it was a beautiful experience mm-hmm. and all that. Um, yeah, I think I think um just what you, you you just mentioned like masculinity and love going to you know being human and imperfect and being per- being having that commitment to be there to heal when that harm happens, mm-hmm. right? And so I was just saying like what does that healing, restoration, accountability feel like here? look like? Yeah, man, I think uh, I'm gonna pull a uh, unlikely source of uh <laughs> of uh you know, inspiration here, and I'm gonna shout out my man Louis C.K. Oh man, oh man, that's part of the project here. <laughs> you know, you know, particularly he's talking about white people, I think. But you know, you know, when someone says you harm them, you can either say you don't care and walk away, or you can deal with it. Um, and I think that's just like how, you know, I mean, sometimes motherfuckers just be tripping. Right, like you know, but 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 if you are a man and you benefit from masculinity and patriarchy, uh, the benefit is not uh, on you and the, the doubt or whatever. Uh, and so I think, yeah, to 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 bring back the framework, I, yeah, I think you know that system should be married that way um, to where like what, how do we hold space for for all the you know all the complexities that that that, that are human. Um, there's no, and, and you know, there's no right or wrong way to restore harm. And I think you know, a lot of it is is based upon how how you know, even when we talk about the justice system or how it exists as an eye for eyes, like how many times do we ever ask the victims of violence and victims of whatever? We don't ever ask them. Yeah. That's the that's the, that's the answer. That's, uh, but how many times do we, don't we ask like what what would help you be good? Right? I mean, we obviously also live in a time and space where. Policing and arrest and everything else is is, is the only right. answer. It's the only answer for. Uh, and we don't um, have. And if the few times we ask, people say, "I don't know." Yeah. Then they get demonized for not knowing, right. and they're yeah. told that they're you know being soft on whatever, or you know they're not. They don't. Then they can't account for themselves anyway. As opposed to like being like, okay, let's figure out. Let's try to figure this out together. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's it's you gotta have the wherewithal. It's time. Yeah. Know? We don't. We don't. Speaking of time, we're about to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, before, okay. we, before we get out of here, though, let's talk about the fact that it's like you're departing or leaving a city. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so you're early, coming back, right? So, so I want to I get started this way. Early in our friendship, one of the first things, the first time we ever got to know each other was we drove down to Iowa together. Um, yeah. We were doing a gig at, Obama, at our alma mater, Grinnell, and I just hitched a ride with you. I was still kind of seeing my college go. It was complicated. Um, but she was still there and so I went down and uh, I remember like one of the first conversations we had we were driving out 290 headed to your house because you picked me up somewhere I was like so you think you'll leave the city and you were like no no I think I said (laughs) absolutely I I think you said not for good yeah I want to die in the city Um, you know I want my ashes to be scattered across the Sears Tower and I want my you know to be buried next to my grandfather uh, and I want. Can you do both? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, I can tame more. <laughs> we took yeah. half the ashes up to the ground floor. Man, no, I just supposed to say, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, man. I, I want. Yeah, I love. I love the city, man. There's a quote. Uh, I'd rather be a lamppost in the city of Chicago than a millionaire in any other city. Uh, and I believe that. But you know, right now I'm going to Cincinnati, hopefully for a job opportunity. Um, and you know, I think it'd be good for me to just get out of the city. I've never not lived anywhere else on my own. Um, Cincinnati's a, you know a place that most people didn't expect to move to. They're like, "Are oh, you going to LA?" 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Cincinnati, where there are black people and where there there is work to be done. <clears throat> um, but it's but it's a job, and you know we're still figuring out what that looks like. So I'm rather not talk about it. You know, yeah, that's what I mean. But like, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about about. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. By the time this drops, you will have left. Um, what? But but I, I'm glad to talk to you before you go. What are you What are you nervous about? What are you anxious about about stepping away? Forget about how other people are viewing it for you. Yeah. Well, honest. I mean, you don't. I am surprised. You know uh, that I'm moving. Uh, I never imagined that. It's like you got traded. It's like yeah, Jimmy yeah, Bush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, thank you, Zizi. Chicago, 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 Chicago. Want to thank Coach K. You know, I gotta go down to the Bengals. I mean, like, it's not even basketball. But you know, I'm, I'm really afraid of losing people. You know, in the city of Chicago. Not even, not even just the tragic parts, but like, right. you know, my parents are getting older, and like, what is it? What will it mean to like not be here if anything goes wrong? You know, uh, I have a little brother who I, I already don't spend enough time with. Uh, there's, you know, connections to people that I don't want to lose and that I know exist because of the convenience of stuff. And so, yeah. the actual work of like, you know, calling, regularly calling them, oh. okay, you know. Uh, uh, you know, it's hard. It's it's hard. You know, when 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 you're in the day to day. So I'm really afraid of losing people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, on the flip side, I'm really excited about gaining new perspectives, and gaining new people, and, and building and building more orphanages in the world, and and, and building more family. But yeah, mm-hmm. man, yeah. But I'm excited though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're about to have to be this play this transplant game. I've been playing for three yeah, years. I'm gonna be back and forth. It's only four hours. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, right, yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be back as much as I can be back. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think, it, I think it'll be, I think it'll be necessary, man. But well, props to you for trusting your process. Yeah, trusting yeah. your, trusting your jaggedy <laughs> process, trust process at every step of the way. Um, before we get out of here, it's, it's time. It's time. So have- I don't know, I don't know if you know what we, what we do now, but it is, it has become the corner. I'm sorry, what's the name of the show? It's Ergo. Oh, okay. there we go. So, Ergo. What's the name of this podcast? Name? It's Ergo. Oh, okay. What, who are you guys? What's your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dame. Nah, but like... That was the opportunity for you guys to try yourself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we'll do that. We'll do Look, that. The, yeah. the people they, know. They know. They know. <laughs> who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going No, but, but we have to be as kids serious because we've talked about accountability and that and, and that is the, the centerpiece of this show and how we try to end it all together. So there's one sect of the world... Um, that has run amok. Yeah. And you may know this. Um, and, and, and I really am excited to hear from you um, because of your proximity to these people. And those people are R&B singers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, and so you are like... Proximity too. Oh, you, you're a spirit no, You're R&B. Oh, you're just, just an R&B singer, right? Like, even though you've never done it. But that, that is who you are at your core. Um, and your, your people that have, have, have I think... Uh, They've, they've lost their foot now oh, in our lifetime. And so what we ask our folks to do is throughout every era of R&B, so from David Ruffin to Tori, <laughs> right, like you got like wow. 50 years of R&B, yeah. you got to start beef with somebody in who. And why? R. Kelly's already R. Kelly, so you can say R. Kelly if you want. You know, he's in the rafters. Chris Brown is in the rafters. They are why this game exists. But but we like to go into the nooks and crannies. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I feel like I feel like if I like just look at my iTunes right now, it's like hell of people I got beef with. Um, Chance, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, um, nah, uh, yeah. R and B singers right now. I got a lot of beef. Hold the beef. Hold the hold the sides. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, don't have my answer, but <laughs> that was a great presentation. I was gonna lead up, but just edit this part out. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about this earlier, but let me actually come on. And it can be oh, from, yeah, okay. From any year. From any year. I, I mean, I got, I got R&B beef with Frank Ocean. Ooh. He's, he comes up. Yeah. I Usually it was, be, it was before the new project nah. got people beef. What's, what's the new beef? Um, mainly just because it's like, why you won't listen to my mixtape? <laughs> <laughs> it's open. 
Amazon Prime is everywhere. Uh, and any inspiring R&B singers out there, I got beef with you too. Especially because I feel like most of his last album was inspired by my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he read my tweets. Like yeah. I, he followed me on Twitter. I can't merch that, but I think you do. And there have been some it. highly questionable merches in the course yeah, of this yeah, episode. Yeah, the hood not, not don't got me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I be merching. Shit, that's not. Like, me and Sis is pregnant right now. Merch. Yeah. Merch. Adventure. Merch. My merch, my merch is all like yeah. aspirational. Yeah. <laughs> what you have your vision board of merch? <laughs> Damn, this is better merch. Also, I got merch. Um, Where is that available? Uh, MalcolmLennon.com. Okay. By the time this drops, uh, the merch will be online. Uh, and, and, and the tees are crazy. They sold out on tour. Uh, no, actually, no, but like your, your shirt was hot as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's racist. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no uh, but that's racist. Yeah, that was cold out, too. Out too. But the long sleeve was like very well done. Like right. you, did, you found the balance. Uh, I'm really a fan of merch that like can work in context. Wear, yeah. Right. That's right. me too. Me too. And so like I'm almost a fan of like if you, you're really the rawest if your name is not on it. But like you did that good balance of like still having brand recognition and using it for marketing yeah, yeah. and like it just being a good shirt. So Appreciate shout out to you. And then that's racist joint. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. That's like, yeah. Just let that So drop the money on that. Cup and air go tea while you're at it. Man, I won't be yeah, bad. Cut the check. You yeah, yeah, cut yeah, the check. You need tea. it all. And before we get out of here, I just want to say thank air you. Air go tea. Is that, is that like chamomile tea or... That's nah, that shit's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it all. But thank you for being here, and thank it's just it's been such a joy over the last two years to to make things with you, to take your money at poker, to uh, continue spending time and, and getting to know you. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you for uh, being you, man. Thanks for 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 being jagged and open and and continuing to grow with us. It's yeah, been a pleasure. Thank y'all, man. Thank y'all, man. This is this is this is one of my second favorite podcasts. What's the first? Uh, definitely, definitely, my boys, the Bodega Boys. They get it. Uh, nah. BX all day. Uh, I, I can't even manage that. Let's <laughs> I'm comfortable being the second base, second best. Yeah, I listen. To, I listen. <laughs> I do listen to podcasts. So, so shout out to y'all, man. This is this is. Yeah, man, this is this is beautiful. I, I mean, like y'all started, like you know, with me, yeah, and uh, and now it's over. We might yeah. we might all die after this episode. Right, yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> does it come out for like a month? Who knows? The, 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 what, the apocalypse is back. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> we did it. All right, let's. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another strong voice from Chicago. Beyond. Much love to the people. Peace. Mama, 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 mama. <laughs>